Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's another guy they introduce here that says, not only did we go to the moon, but the reason why the astronauts are so freaked out when they got back is because they saw ruins on the moon. An old civilization that was on the moon that's now extinct. And it would destroy all of the religions on planet Earth. It gets deeper and darker and crazier, right? All right, let's finish up here. There's only four minutes left. This is Roswell Air Force Base in New Mexico, which became famous for the so-called Roswell Incident. It was 1947, and at first, an official army release announced a crash landing by a flying saucer. But then pressure was put on witnesses, and a new official announcement proclaimed it was nothing more than a weather balloon. A cover-up for sure, said the conspiracy theorists. Today, Roswell's most popular attraction is the UFO Museum, where clearly no one is letting the facts get in the way of a good story. Do you believe Roswell saw an alien craft? Did something land at Roswell in 47? I don't discount it. Richard Hoagland is another conspiracy theorist, but unlike Bart Sabrell, he can claim some scientific credentials. Of course the Apollo astronauts went to the moon, he says, but the big conspiracy is what they found there. It's an extraordinary universe we live in. I have real data on real NASA pictures with real pedigrees that say that there are ruins out there that we have not been told about. Wow. How about this? Let's face it, you could argue that's Donald Duck and these grainy, out-of-focus NASA photos. <laughs> but Richard Hoagland sees the ruins of an ancient civilization. He says all the world's religions would be proved false if the truth of these pictures was revealed. And that's why the astronauts have been silenced. I think they saw the ruins of an extraordinary ancient civilization and technology. But what did they look like? Built primarily of glass an extraordinarily battered and ancient, decayed set of ruins. You believe that what we see in those pictures is glass, a glass structure? It's ruined glass. It's been battered by meteoritic bombardment for millions of years. NASA, we can prove, has lied about what's on these pictures. If they've lied about this, what else have they been concealing in the way of specifics? I have no doubt that many people have called you stark raving mad no oh, i bet okay so would that be right but see this is what drives me crazy right if if somebody says that this guy's stark raving mad and he doesn't get pissed that means he's not the astronauts when they're asked to uh, you know swear on a bible that they went to the moon they all get really angry which leads me to believe that they're hiding something Okay. Listen how, how calm this guy is about being accused of being a nut. I have no doubt that many people have called you stark raving mad. Okay. 
So? Would that be right? No. <laughs> start <laughs> Nobody's ever said to you... Oh, no, of course they have. You but, are absolutely bonkers. But so what? <laughs> if you walked on the moon, we're given the opportunity to swear to God that you walked on the moon. As for Bart Sabrell, he's now at work on a new documentary. This time, his technique is to ambush astronauts wherever he can find them, produce a Bible, and ask them to swear that they really did go to the moon. Why don't you swear on the Bible that you walked on the moon? Here's what happened when he met Buzz Aldrin. Uh-oh. Uh, fasten seatbelts here, kids. The national hero who most rational people believe was the second man to walk on the moon. Calling the kettle black, if I ever thought of it. Saying I misrepresented myself. away from me? You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Did you get that on camera? Punched him out. Now, of course, Mr. Sabrell, who could have said, oh, you're punching me is clearly an indication of your suppressed guilt, uh, which would have made his point, maybe. But instead, he turns to the camera and says, did you get that? I think that's a pretty good indication of where he's coming from. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, it never ends. Go to Bart Sabrell's website, and you'll find out how to buy a copy of his documentary. And there's no shortage of customers. Which makes you wonder, is he just in it for the money, or is he just plain nuts? Sure, it's an uphill battle. They, they faked going to the moon. They did it all in a studio. I mean, of course it sounds nutty. That's one of the things working in their favor. Has it affected you personally? Has it been difficult to convince people you're not a nutter? <laughs> hey, I, you know, my philosophy is uh, we're all insane and that some of us get caught and some of us don't. <laughs> That's a great philosophy. I like that. We're all insane and that some of us get caught and some of us don't. That is great, man. I've never heard that before. That is a great philosophy in life. That is fantastic. I'm going to use that. That's going to be my on my tombstone. We're all insane and in that some of us get caught and some of us don't. <laughs> and you haven't been caught yet, perhaps. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet, right? Perhaps. Not yet. That's awesome. All right, very good. Well, it continues. Conspir conspiracy theory continues. I don't know. I don't know. I'm at, I'm I'm exactly where I was before. I just uh, I don't I, I think there's a lot of questions out there. And if we had gone before, why wouldn't we go again? It would be the single biggest pay-per-view special ever. I would pay, if they were charging $80 to watch pay-per-view and watch some, you know, Chinese guy or Lebanese guy or Israeli or Mexican or South American, African, whatever, land on the moon, I'd pay $80 to see that live. I would be, I would call in sick and stay home to watch that live. It's, it's, it's frustrating because... The the idea that your belief is, or not yours specifically, but you know the the belief that there was no moon landing. Right, that's correct. There is absolutely no way to prove that to you. That's well. So it's so I it's an know. argument that can't be proven. I don't know. I mean, look if if um if the if we went back to the moon and all that crap was there, you know the footprints, the flag, the uh, you know the uh, the the photo. I I don't know. There's, I, I think there's a way we can get around this, but right now we're not there. We're just simply not there. And I, the biggest question I have is if it was so, you know, doable in 1969, how come in the last 52, 53 years, nobody's been back? Well, one reason, actually multiple reasons, okay. the, the mission of going to the moon was accomplished. There, was a, there wasn't a purpose really or going to the moon or going back to the moon other than the political promise by JFK. 
And okay. also, it, they they initially said that I think it was like six billion dollars to put someone on the moon. And by the time it was all said and done, it ended up being twenty billion. Wow! Each, each time. All right. So, and there were a ton of cutbacks also in the early seventies with NASA's project. Nixon was pulling money out of NASA. I see. Okay. They, they had fulfilled their mission, so to speak. All right. I still would like to see us go back. See, no argument's good enough. <laughs> I want. I, look, I, I I want this country to go to the moon. Yeah. I'm I really do. Sure. Look, I would love to believe it. I w- I just need more proof. And right now, I'm not getting it. And the astronauts, when they get pissed to, that they have to talk about it, it makes me question it even more. And honestly, if more people disbelieved it, they'd have more incentive to go back. That's right. So if more people start saying, oh, nope, didn't happen, don't believe it happened, at some point, okay, they'll I, want to do it just to prove people wrong. Right. Crozier, your explanation on on, on that, that it's not cost-effective, uh, I totally get that, and that sways me over to your side. I, I Totally. But what makes me crazy, and I've not heard an explanation for this, is why do the astronauts get pissed when they when people accuse them of not going? You know? Like, like I went, Man, to, the I ba- know. I went to the bathroom during the break, yeah. and if you said to me, you didn't go to the bathroom during the break. Well, yeah, well, I, I did, but uh, you know, I, I don't know how I can prove it to you. But we can watch on the cameras, whatever. But I, it wouldn't make me crazy. <laughs> it would just be—I would just be like, "Oh, you're a lunatic," because I definitely went to the bathroom. Yeah, but if you walked down the street and every single person came up to you and said, "You haven't gone to the bathroom today," <laughs> you haven't gone to the bathroom right, today. Right, but it's not you every single person. It's not physically it, possible. There's only one guy who keeps dragging a Bible around, saying, "Hey, put <laughs> yeah, your hand on that Bible and tell us you went to the movies." Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. f you, f you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Nori's going to be covering uh, hockey and sports tonight. We flip-flopped. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're live on KFI 8640. More now with Crozier. Well, we've got uh, some numbers coming in for uh, nuts out there that really like, um, you know, early races leading up until uh, November. Pennsylvania had their Senate race. John Fetterman won. He's going to be the Democratic challenger. He got 59% of the vote. 662,000 people voted for John Fetterman. Connor Lab lost. And then on the Republican side, Dr. Oz is uh, winning by about 600 votes. And there's been uh, 800,000 votes that have been cast. And Dr. Oz has a 400 point, 400 vote lead. Over Dave McCormick. And then my girl, Kathy Barnett. I liked her. She's out. Right? Well, at least she is now. She only has 24% of the vote. So let's go to the New York, uh, North Carolina U.S. Senate race. And that will be Cherry Beasley on the Democrat side with nearly 500,000 votes. And then Ted Budd. B-U-D-D. Ted Budd beat Pat McCory and Mark Walker. All right. Uh, so that's uh, North Carolina. And I think those were the two big races tonight. For a lot of people who are following the governor's race in Oregon, uh, I don't think that's going to be close. I think the Democrats have a pretty strong uh, foothold there still. Uh, Tina Kotick, K-O-T-E-K, has won the Democratic primary, and then uh, Christine uh, Drazen has won the Republicans. But the Republicans don't have, um, I don't think they got a shot at the governor in Oregon. 
I think it's still uh, pretty much a, a blue state. There's been 150, 250, uh, about 250,000 votes for the Democrat and about uh, maybe 100,000 for the Republican. So that is not going to be happening. But in Idaho, where a lot of people from California, the deep blue state, have moved to Idaho, they're not getting any traction politically. It's still mostly uh, uh, Republicans up in um, in Idaho. Uh, Brad, a guy named Brad Little, won sixty one percent of the vote, so he'll go up against Stephen Hylt, who's um, uncontested. So it'll be interesting to see if enough people from California move to Idaho and they took their voting habits with them, if they can change that state. And the locals will hate that, you know. The locals don't mind you moving if you, if you, you know, if you're unhappy with the state you leave. Um, they don't like when you bring the politics with you. They're just not into it, right? What the hell? All right, Kentucky. There was a another vote in uh, Kentucky, and the results aren't quite in on that. Let's see, no, Kentucky. Let's see, Idaho. We got that one. All right, so that's about it. Pennsylvania was the big one. Because that's going to be a Senate race. And I don't know who, I think Dave McCormick, right now he's in second place by literally, you know, 800 votes maybe uh, out of uh, 800,000. And I think that was Trump's pick. And uh, I think Dr. Oz, if you follow politics, um, was the the pick of a lot of other uh, Republicans. But I think... I think Trump's pick was Dave McCormick. I, I might be wrong on that. I, I don't really follow uh, national politics like that. You know, you just hear it uh, whispered in the wind every once in a while. But right now, Dr. Oz, who people know from TV, has 31.2% of the vote. And Dave McCormick has 31.2% of the vote. There's literally uh, less than 800, 700 votes that separate the two of them. So I'm sure that'll go off, go to a runoff as well. So if you like uh, international or national politics, there you go. All right, uh, the water recycling facility that that Newsom uh, wanted is. Uh, I think put on hold here. Let's find Governor out. Governor Gavin Newsom in the Southland today touring a water recycling plant. His visit comes at a time when the state is suffering through a historic drought. That's why yeah. the governor is stressing the importance of local water partnerships. Eyewitness News reporter Jory ran live at the weather treatment facility in Carson to explain. Jory. Jory. And this is a big one. We are here in Carson today. Let's show you how things work. With the drought getting worse, California needs to find new ways to get water. This side of this facility is L.A. County. County sanitation. Every day they treat 260 million gallons of our waste. This is raw sewage that comes in here. They treat it to a point clean enough and then dump it into the Pacific Ocean. If we swing the camera over this way, this is a new facility in partnership with LA County Sanitation and the Metropolitan Water Districts. That's going to go a step further and take that water that we're right now sending into the ocean, treat it even further and turn it into drinking water. That's what drew Governor Newsom here today to this plant in Carson, taking a tour of what they have going on here. And um, it's what, uh, it's actually just a test facility, what is up right now. It treats about 500,000 gallons. 
the goal is to have 150 million gallons when this is all set up. So just a relatively small amount right now that is not actually being put into use. But once it is, once this is approved and fully functioning, 150 million gallons a day is enough for about 500,000 homes. That's nearly a sixth of the population of L.A. County. We're still a long way off from that happening. Not only does the plant still need to be built, they need to decide where the plant is going to go. It will be one of the largest facilities of its kind in the world. And Governor Newsom said if it works, we will likely see it copied all over the world. Yes. And if it doesn't work, well, you'll know it because you'll be drinking your own feces if it doesn't work. They're going to take all the feces, the feces out of the water and turn into drinking water. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We're like the only country, though, that kind of doesn't do that at this point. Let's see, I mean, if, let me see if I can get a flight. Let me see if I can call Delta Airlines. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Oh, I don't know. Anywhere. Uh, well, there's a, like, probably we're, get, we're like the last people to do this, I though. Could probably catch a midnight flight Maybe somewhere. Maybe you can head out to the moon. Where, wherever. I'll, I'll go to Oregon. There's water up there. <laughs> uh, hi, Delta. Yeah. Uh, uh, one way. Uh, LAX. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, anywhere. Uh, just, I got to get out. I got to get out. I got to get out. Yeah. Uh, here's my credit card. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me uh, give Crozier news. I'll give you a credit <laughs> card. Uh, yeah. Mid, at least at 12.05. Uh, yeah. Give me three seats. Uh, thank you. All right. Crozier now in KFI's 24-hour newsroom. It's Conway show. Hey, it did, this didn't take long. There's going to be a lawsuit now because of the Laguna fire. Edison is going to be the target here. Now, a lawsuit has been filed against SoCal Edison alleging liability for that coastal fire in Laguna Niguel. While the cause of the fire is still under mm. investigation, today a lawsuit was filed on behalf of the victims who had their homes burned down, as well as on behalf of numerous evacuees. Right now, about 30 homes in the path of the coastal fire remain under ev evacuation orders. The houses are all on Coronado Point. The fire is now 100% contained. It burned about 200 acres, destroying 20 homes and damaging 11. And we're told the two injured firefighters are recovering and doing well. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah, we covered that live. That, that was some night, man. Unbelievable. Long night. Oh, ba-boom. Um, all right. Uh, fake Yelp reviews, right? When we go on Yelp, you never really know whether it's, I don't know, whether it's on the up and up and... You know, you're looking for a restaurant maybe to go to. You got friends from out of town. 
And you read a review and you're like, ah, I don't Most know. Most of us read online reviews, and in many cases, we rely on them. We consider the opinions of others when we buy a product or use a service. That's right. But as our I-team investigations the have I shown team. in recent years, some of these reviews are fake and they can't be trusted. What? And now our consumer investigator, Randy Mack, found yet another reason why you can't always trust the reviews you read. You might be looking for a new mechanic. Maybe you need a plumber or a dentist. Yes. And maybe or all of it, everything above, all the above. And maybe you'll find somebody on Yelp. A few years back, the company launched its elite squad. Those Yelpers get a badge. Yelp calls them a trusted voice. Real people, real reviews. But the I team learned that's not always true. Oh, God. You can't even trust the, the, the guys on Yelp with a badge? Like, awesome. Like, this is the best way I've ever made in my life. One Yelp elite, we'll call him Bob, didn't want to appear on camera, and the reason is pretty obvious. He tells the I-team he's faked some of his elite reviews. Oh, no, Bobby, please. What did you do? <laughs> he says it started when someone reached out to him on Instagram, offering to pay him 20 bucks to post a fake review for... The, the guy sold out for 20 bucks. Isn't that wild? For a moving company in Northern California. I was like, well, I don't live there, but whatever. I'll still do it. Bob says... Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, I don't even live there, but for 20 bucks, yeah, I'll do it. I was like, well, I don't live there, but whatever, I'll still do it. Bob says the offers for posting fake reviews kept coming. A carpet cleaning business. I got to get in on this racket, right? I got nothing to do during the day. I can pump out some reviews. What the hell? <laughs> no, I didn't use them. That was a fake one. An insurance agent. Yeah, I didn't do that either. Bob says the quick cash was too easy to turn down. Quick cash. He's talking about twenty dollars. <laughs> and how long does it take to write a review? Like a half hour? And he's got it for so he's making forty dollars an hour to sell his soul. What's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with this world? Well, I did a few already. It was kind of easy. It was a quick twenty dollars. No one kind of said anything about it. No one called me out. So I was like, whatever. Let us post it. I was shocked at what I was seeing. Really? The last person in the world shocked that a review was fake. I was shocked at what I was seeing. Kadeen says Bob isn't the only Yelp elite who's posted fake reviews. Great, so you can't even trust the Yelp elites. She says she started digging into the issue about four years ago after she had a bad experience with a doctor she found on Yelp who had great reviews. Dean's now a part-time sleuth. Hi, I'm Kay Dean, and this is Fake Review Watch. Making it her mission. Obviously, my video contains incriminating evidence. To track fake review. It's the tech companies that are allowing this fraud to happen. Dean calls the problem massive and says fake reviews can easily trick consumers because they're often detailed, can include pictures, and of course, they can have that badge. <laughs> Dean's frustrated that Yelp isn't aggressive enough in taking down fake reviews. She says somebody needs to make them do it. I think there needs to be a change in legislation to start holding the tech companies accountable for everything that they're allowing. Yeah, they'll get right on that. Um, they're <laughs> doing far too little to police their, their own platform. But it doesn't look like that will happen anytime soon. There's proposed federal legislation that would hold Yelp and other companies accountable for fake reviews, but only if someone can show they've been harmed by one. And last fall, the Federal Trade Commission said it put hundreds of businesses on notice about fake reviews, threatening hefty fines. The I-team asked the FTC if it's issued any fines. We didn't get a response. Basically, the current environment is cheating is rewarded. Man, you can't ever, like, nothing is on the up and up in this country, you know? 
Like even the Yelp reviews, the the people who are the elites, the people who have been you know cleared to write reviews, they're even in on the scam. Everybody is a scam artist. Cheating is rewarded. Business ethics are um, eroding. And millions of consumers and honest businesses suffer. In a statement to the I-Team, Yelp said we take significant measures to maintain the integrity and quality of the content on Yelp. Yeah. You know what? That's, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, people will email me. And, you know, I, I, I've been talking about, um, well, just, you know, I'll open this uh, book up of uh, reads here. Okay. They'll say, like, advanced hair. Have you ever done it? Yes. I've, I've been to advanced hair. Uh, fixmycar.biz. They're a new advertiser. I've not had a car problem. I've not, uh, you know, visited them. Morongo. Have I been to Morongo? A million times. A billion times. Oak Tree Law. They're a bankruptcy lawyer. I've not had to declare, declare bankruptcy, so I've not used it again. Here's one that kills me. <clears throat> I'll say, you know, Purigan Water. I've had Purigan Water in the house for like six months. And then people email me saying, do you really have it in your house? I'm like, oh. There's pictures online that I have it. I talk about having it. Why would I sit there and lie about having it? Of course I have it. I use it every single day. Uh, another example, Saddleback Eye Center. People will ask me. That happened last weekend. Hey, did you really have your eyes done at, at Saddleback? I'm like, I've been saying it for three years on the air every night. Why would I, why would I lie every single night for three years? Don't you think somebody would have caught me in the last three years and go, oh, I knew he didn't do it, right? Uh, Sunday, I've not used them because I haven't sold my house, right? Sweet James, I have not used them because I haven't been in an accident, but I've referred uh, a family member to them, and they had a good experience, and uh, on and on. Uh, so it's unbelievable. But that's why people ask me, hey, have you ever had, uh, did you really have your eyes done at, at uh, Saddleback Eye Center? Because of this kind of crap on Yelp, where everybody writes fake reviews and nobody's on the up and up. And so everybody else pays for it. When these idiots on Yelp do this, everybody. So it's not just Yelp's problem. It's everybody's problem. You don't, you, you know, you online, you no longer have, uh, you know, a, a voice that people can trust because there are so many other untrustable uh, or people you can't trust out there. And, and it's, it's, it is, it's crazy. It really, truly is. I have lost faith in Yelp just with that story, Right that the Yelp reviews are not on the up and up. I thought up until now, a Yelp review with a badge, the guy was on the up and up. Now, I know, just another scam artist, most likely, like all the rest. Well, I don't know. Sort of, you, you want to give up, right? All right, we're live on KFI M640 more now with Crozier on KFI's 24-hour newsroom. George Norrie is coming up next. George, what's on the big show tonight, bub? I'm Doc Wallach. Uh, Tim from CriticalHealthNews.com joins us for the first couple hours. Give us some health tips. And later on, physics and the paranormal on Coast to Coast. Excellent. I'll be there. All righty. All right. Thank you. There he goes, George Norrie and Coast to Coast. Hey, there's a lot less people getting married nowadays. Crozier, I think you're the last guy that uh, stepped out and did anything like that. I'm it. Yeah. Stop the line. That's it, man. Marriage rates have been dropping for decades. Don't look at me. If the idea is so much a part of American culture and a goal in life for many people, why is it that fewer people are tying the knot? Tonight, we're looking into some of the factors driving the drop in marriages and how shifting ideas have led to other ways of spending forever together. Mm. Many psychologists believe the lower marriage rates have to do with shifting cultural norms. For starters, there's this idea of cohabitation, 
These days, just under 70% of adults believe it is acceptable to live together even if they don't plan on getting married. That's a pretty big number, right? These days, just under 70% of adults believe it is acceptable to live together even if they don't plan on getting married. Wow. That wasn't the case back in the day. Just ask older relatives. They'll yeah, let you know. No kidding. Some states also have common law marriages, which can give you some of the benefits of marriage after living together for a certain amount of time. The exact rules vary by state, and in some places, common law marriages don't even require a marriage license. In the 1950s, the median age for women to get married was around 20 years old. Okay, all right, that's uh, early. I mean, that's young, right? In the 1950s, the median age for women to get married was around 20 years old. All right, 20 years old in the 50s. That was the average age. Let's see what it is now. Now, that number is closer to 30. Wow, 10 wow. years. That's huge. While more Americans are increasingly putting off marriage, it doesn't mean it won't happen for some people. Mm, yes, it does. <laughs> They're just on a different timeline. Yeah. In 2019, a Pew Research study found many single adults... How long were you engaged for, Croge, before you got uh, married? November to March. Really? Well, Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. How long were you guys uh, together, though? Uh, Ten years. Ten years? Yeah. Yeah, I was seven years. We were together seven years, and then we finally got married. And I, I enjoyed the seven years. I, I didn't feel like getting brushed. I, I enjoyed just time. Yeah, yeah. we were, you know, we were in that phase where our kids were getting older, and we were like, no, we, we got what we got going on. We don't need to complicate it for them right That's now. That's right. So. That's exactly right. In 20 You made the right move. We'll have it ready for you. <laughs> in 2019, a Pew Research study found many single adults felt little to no pressure to be in a committed relationship from friends, family, or society. Yeah, I think the day of the family pressuring you to have kids and pressuring you to get married is over, yeah. right? Because that just builds nothing but resentment. And there's a shifting mindset around starting a family. Supreme Court decisions in the 1960s and 1970s increased the rights of children born out of wedlock to financial support and inheritance. Yeah, it's like the same, whether they're born out of wedlock or not. If you have a kid, you got to take care of it. So there's no Jon Snow of it all. It's not a good life for a child. Then there's also the fact that just 29% of people surveyed in 2020 believed it was important for a couple to marry if they have a child. In 2006, that was closer to 50%. Wait a minute, what? Wait, 26%? Then there's also the fact that just 29% of people surveyed in 2020 believed it was important for a couple to marry if they have a child. Okay. In 2006, that was closer to 50%. Wow, man, has that gone down yeah, yeah, almost in half, right? That, that, that uh, people would say it's important if you have kids to get married, I think it. I think the answer is yes, 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 yes. You know, obviously, uh, she's too young. But what does Soph say about like kids? Oh, she she can't wait to have kids. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Neither of ours are about it. Really? Yep. Neither. Yeah. My daughter's only f sixteen, and she said she's you know she's already planning having like three or four kids. Wow. Right. And I and I think that's sort of a, just like a, uh, uh, you know, more commentary on, uh, hey, dad, mom, you should have more kids, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's her way of saying it. But I think she's going to uh, I think she's going to have a big family. Yeah, I think Jen, she's going to have three Jen's or four daughter's kids. daughter's like, nope, absolutely not. Don't want any kids. Really? And, and Sydney's like, she doesn't like she doesn't like babies. Is that right? Yeah, I can't deal with babies. Well, she'll change. I, I, yeah, I'll yeah. give it some time. Yeah. But yeah, my daughter, 16, and she wants to have three or four kids already planning on like a big family. I think it's great. It's hard to say how long this drop in marriages will last, 
but we know another factor which has historically caused marriage trends to fluctuate, significant moments in American history. Marriage rates dropped during the Great Depression and they reached an all-time high when the country came out of World War II. So what impact has the COVID-19 pandemic had on relationships for better or worse? Okay, that's interesting, right? What is COVID, uh, COVID's, uh, what, what's the reputation or the reaction that people have had towards COVID uh, in regards to getting married? Lucy's Amber Strong explains. All right. Through richer, poorer, and global pandemics. Love conquers all. In 2019, Claire Bogle and her high school sweetheart of nearly a decade were ready to tie the knot. Yeah. Love conquers all. They set a date, May 2020. Wow. I just remember. No. All right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess love does conquer all. Uh, but people, man, going through this pandemic and still getting married and still having kids, I totally respect that. There's so many, you know, easy ways not to do it. I totally respect people that did it. They set a date. May 2020. Love conquers all. I just remember no one was flying, no one was leaving their house. Love conquers all. That was when we decided we had to, you know, postpone this huge wedding that we had invited 300 people to. Love conquers all. The couple decided to have two weddings, something small immediately. Love conquers all. And a bigger bash later. Love conquers all. I wore a fun white dress. My mom picked flowers from her garden, and it was only our immediate family. Oh, that's kind of cool. Wait, what like a perfect little wedding, huh? Right, Emily, play it again. Fun white dress. My mom picked flowers from her garden, and it was only our immediate family. That's cool. Local story coincides with early reports suggesting a rise in people racing to the altar during the pandemic. At the same time, early 2020 data, mostly from divorce attorneys and legal sites, reported an uptick, not just in marriages, but also in divorce. Fast forward to 2021, and researchers say maybe, maybe not. So in the nine states that we had available, there were over 48,000 fewer marriages than we would have expected to wow. see. Krista Payne and the team of the National Center for Family and Marriage Research have been tracking marriage and divorce trends for years. Yeah, it is tough getting married, right? When you're young and you're, you know, your career is not established yet. You got so much pressure, especially now with the recession, not recession, uh, sorry, the inflation, maybe a recession, but with the inflation and then, you know, these these women who are in their, you know, early 20s. And they want to have a baby. They want to start a family. They open up, a, you know, they go online or they read, you know, newspapers or go on news sites. The first thing they see is there's no baby formula for babies. It's a huge deterrent. You know, it, it doesn't feel like America is is supporting, you know, women who want to be mothers. And, and, and it's disgusting. It really, truly is that there's not, you know, more people out there encouraging and helping you know, young women to become moms. Do you think 9-11 uh, was a big part of that, too? Yeah. Sydney was three weeks old when 9-11 happened, and the first wow. thing I thought was, Ugh, I brought my child into this world. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, how, how protective you must have been, too, you know, when uh, when she was that age and going through that. That's wild. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh, it's, it's a weird. That was just the most bizarre feeling when you just go through the greatest thing you could go through in your oh, life yeah. and having your child, and two, three weeks later, it's like, Oh my God! Are we, are we going to be around for a while? Or wow, what? she was that young, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah August twenty second. August twenty second, and then happened uh, September eleventh. Less than a month later. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, I was here at the. I was here in the building, and I was here for a good twenty four hours doing production. I was already here at work when it happened, and uh, my uh, my mom was in town, you know, helping care for. Sid oh my and, God! You know, my ex was there. So yeah, that is wild, buddy. That's an unbelievable story. 
Well, to get into more into that, though, that that's wild. I imagine you went through it. It was, uh, you know, not only uh, having a first child and all the complications and uncertainty and insecurity that comes along with that, but the world imploding around you, yeah, too. Yeah, man. Oh, and then being in the news business where you can't just shut it off. Oh, my God, yeah. Man, well, I'm you still had, dealing with that now. I mean, I imagine that, you know, that was the only story on KFI for probably two months. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, nothing else. I mean, how can you do, like, immigration or, you know, uh, family <laughs> leave or any of that crap? Yeah, about the only thing was, is uh, the NFL game's going to play this year or this week? <laughs> but they were all those stories were associated still with 9-11. Yep, yep. That's wild. Oh, Croge, man, I feel bad for you, buddy. Well, you pulled through, dude. All right, we got to uh, get out of here. Nori's up next on KFI AM 640. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 